The Lead Story is proudly brought to you by Alex Forbes. Alex Forbes, insight, advice, impact. Welcome back to the Business Report. Uh, in the lead story this evening, um, the energy sector in Namibia is one that is receiving much attention. And of course, the extractive uh, part of that is the one that's being developed. Uh, but the uh, the one that's been in, company, in country for a very long time has been the, uh, the retail energy sector. And joining us now on the Business Report is uh, Adele Samuelson, the General Manager of Puma Energy Namibia. Adele, welcome back to the show. Hi, Gareth. Thank you for having me again on your show. Appreciate it. Now, um, you had a briefing to media in general a few weeks ago where you sort of outlined um, long-term planning and short-term planning for the Puma Group. Perhaps just give us a little bit of background for those not familiar with the Puma brand. Um, You guys are a major player on the African continent. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, we are currently operating in 17 countries in Africa and still expanding in some countries. Um, despite people believing we are still a t-shirt brand or a sport brand. Uh, but like you say, we've, uh, especially in Namibia from 2011, we really um, changed the landscape. Uh, and um, looking back, we can see there's some major changes that we did made. Now, of course, uh, energy provision is essential to the growth of any economy. And um, we see a lot of bullishness towards the, uh, Namibia's medium and long-term prospects in terms of serious economic development. Uh, Puma is currently the biggest, uh, has the largest storage facility at Volfus Bay uh, and the only fuel storage facility at Luderitz. Uh, would it be fair to say that, uh, that those are two aspects that you'll be looking at in the medium to long term? Yes, uh, definitely well said. The, the thing is that when we came in in 2011, Puma Energy as such, um, they, like you say, the word bullish is the right word, they went in with massive investment, billions, to trying to secure long-term security of supply. Saying that is what that entails, even for the country, it's security of supply, but from uh, the consumer perspective and the review is that we can bring in larger volumes, which result in that we always have product. But saying that for us on the other side of the coin, it results in more economies of scale. So the vessels we bring in, we don't bring parcel vessels or off shipment or whatever. So if we do bring in, we try to maximize that. So being in a regulated market, yes, at the retail pump, sometimes the consumer don't see the benefit, but we try to roll this benefit of economies of scale um, and the efficiencies to our commercial customers. Um, and by saying that, like you said, the landscape is changing dramatically, even in Ludritz. So we get inquiries now for from drilling companies, other product lines uh, that we didn't even looked at before is now on the table and say, can you host us? Can we do this? We need this type of product for this machines. So definitely a game changer for us and being at the right spot. Now, when we spoke last year, one of the big initiatives that uh, was announced was uh, the idea of renewable energy being a part of the energy mix being used by Puma Energies. Um, so in this case, perhaps an input cost or um, you know, an input element. Uh, how has that project gone? Um, according to the briefing, it's, uh, you guys are doubling down in terms of uh, providing renewable energy mix into your service stations. Yes, yes, indeed. So uh, we are continuing with all the solar projects. So where we can, we go on solar. Um, where we see um, initiatives, we do that. Even we're extending that to our commercial customers. Um, 
So we call it uh, all arms um, 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 project. So you're just not offering fuel. We are trying to offering fuel, lubricants, the whole concept. And like you say, with new energies, we can't stay behind. We need to look at alternatives. Some people saying, Adele, you're working for a G's for a fuel company. You have to sell fuel. But we can't get stuck in the old model of thinking of um, fossil fuels and the, the remain. So yes, we are expanding. expanding. The market, I must um, um, admit, Gary, that it gets tough on solar. As you can see, the Chinatown, the car in the corner, everyone, the banks are, you know, very uh, eager to give um, uh, financing. So um, the market's getting tighter, so I'm, I'm going to admit. But the prospect that we give is we give to customers not only whether they offer um, solar or new energies, we say, listen, we can offer you X, Y, Z. So it's like more for us, it's a package deal. And with that, there comes the financing. We don't, you, you don't have to go to the bank. We do this for you. After X years, this belongs to you. So yeah, we give it another spin, but the market getting tough out of there, but still we're trying to, to pursue this eagerly. Talking about tough markets, we've seen a huge price inflation pressure on consumers uh, at the fuel pumps. And of course, what that does tend to do sometimes is lead to decisions being made to travel less, use the vehicles less, find other cost, more cost-effective ways of getting around. And, of course, that hurts volumes for you guys. But ultimately, the where it seems to, to hit the hardest is often in rural environments where the volumes are pretty low to start with and access to fuel is more of a strategic decision than a, than a, a, pro, a profitable one. Tell us a little bit more about your, in, about your ambitions in the rural areas of Namibia where you have many service stations. Yes. So um, the government put a moratorium on retail licensing because we could see clearly in the market the last few years um, that there's mushroom of service stations. So you would go into the town that has more service stations than churches. I always joke. And that uh, is real, a real dilemma for the dealers. It's not as such for the oil company, but you now on the end, you have five dealers with, you know, your staff, your staff complement your costs, your operational costs. So the cake is, as we say, is just getting off. Um, so the government did a good call there and say, listen, guys, no, enough. Where we will give you a license is where there's nothing um, or where there's a really a need. And like you say, who wants to venture out now in nowhere or somewhere where there's nothing? Because the cost is still the same. So we lobbied, lobbying now the government government for a, 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 like a concept where this um, rural concept that we call it so that you can go in with a lower the, the concept is now still confidential, but it's a lower concept that uh, investment cost, like you said, because it will not be my worthwhile. And on the end, I'm working for an international company. I have investors and stakeholders. I can't just, like you said, put up something that's not worth their while. But we really want uh, one of our key things is one of is like our logos and Sloan is like driving future energies but with that as well we have to go into the future and look after people as well so um, we have now embarked on five we identified five places where no one wants to go basically we do a traffic um, car count where we see what is going on if we invest what is the but like you say the volumes are small but we will get there so um, but we feel more it's a social responsibility we are doing the right thing and hopefully um, in a year's time I can tell you listen we have managed to build XYZ but yes it's definitely part of our main focus this year. Well, we have seen worldwide and increasingly in Namibia as well. It's uh, retail fuel uh, uh, retail uh, fuel retailers uh, changing the business model slightly from just worrying about uh, putting fuel into cars and becoming more of a general retailer and becoming a convenience center. Uh, it would seem you guys are following much the same route. Announcements about partnerships with quick service restaurants, uh, mini mart and convenience stores on site, as well as 
hold your breath, free Wi-Fi. Tell us more. <laughs> yes. So, yes, you, you're right. Saying, you're rightly saying that we have to look after alternatives. Like in the old days, really, it was like selling fuel, Bob Shankle, here we go, we're all good. Uh, and like I had a quick shape. Remember when we were young and it was just a Coke fridge on the forecourt? Yes, definitely it changed. Um, and because the people look at the alternatives, like the mom driving home and said, you know, I have to fill up my car, but you know, the bread and milk, oh, the washing powder. So definitely we are looking at the convenience stores, upgrading that, get a good look and feel. Definitely a whole change in, in the dy- dynamics. But even with that, um, you make more margin. So the dealers that the operate the service stations is not really Puma. We have the owner maybe, or sometimes we call a dealer owned or company owned sites, but the dealer is operating the site and that profits, like you say, is better for him. So there's a split. You have your forecourt margin, as we call it, and the shop, but definitely that can alleviate you. So we see whether the, where the dealers, like you say, embrace this and took on and say, yes, I want a coffee. I want to do this. I want to do that. And that is basically, like you say, your growth. Your previously comment, you said people are cutting on fuel. People are having clubs that we drive together. Um, we can see the drop of volumes in school holidays. We can see times are tough. Um, and yeah, like you say, but we're looking f- forward to some of the ventures we have for convenience stores. Um, and then the free Wi-Fi came in. It's like all over we being an international brand that they lobbied in some countries and have successful, um, I mean, embarked on because we feel like this is something we can offer for our younger people and say, listen, let me fuel mom's car, get into the forecourt. You sit in your car, cell phones are still not allowed. Some people like, yeah, you, you, one of the things are cell phones when you're on the forecourt or on the service station itself. But if you stay in your car, you do your fill or you go into the shop, you have a, um, some Wi-Fi. Um, like you have a restaurant waiver sometimes. And for us, it's just some of the, like you say, things, a value added that we try to bring on to get more people on our um, Puma service stations. All right, Adele, we're nearly out of time. But just lastly, like many multinationals, uh, Puma Energies has to balance being um, a continental player, an international player, as well as being a Namibian citizen. Tell us uh, how you view Puma's role in, in developing the Namibian economy. Yes. Um, for us, it's definitely to do with, um, I try to currently to be a, a very representative Namibian. I'm born and bred Namibian. Um, and so is um, my 99% of my team. I think it's a local empowerment. We use local contractors. Most of the time, we even sometimes try to get, say, they say a vendor is manufacturing X in South Africa. So we move that to Namibia. So like you said, uh, definitely creating local content, um, asking people to assist us. And we did very well on that. So I'm very passionate about that. And the other thing is definitely our social responsibilities. I feel strongly about international companies just can't come and can come and take what they want in brackets or what they need in profit sharing. On the end, you have to look after the country. So we're looking at graduate ships, internships, and obviously the general um, uh, social responsibilities like sponsoring fuel for fuel smuggling issues. We want to look at that. We want to, for the police and holidays, we say for the helicopter, we would sponsor aviation fuel. So we're trying to do our things like I think many multinationals, but saying that I think it's the right thing to do for our country. Adele, we have to leave it there. Thanks for joining us. That's Adele Samuelson, the general manager of Puma Energy Namibia, sharing plans for uh, Puma's uh, continued success in the Namibian economy. The lead story was proudly brought to you by Alex Forbes. Alex Forbes, insight, advice, impact.